Hello everyone! Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, we talk about comic books. We sure do, um, buddy. We sure do. Uh, I have seen a couple flies in my apartment, so there might be a weird edit at some point in case um, I see a fly and I completely freak out about it. Um, and also Briar is ill. Yep, I woke up with a sore throat yesterday, so we're gonna see how this recording goes. We are gonna do our best. I mean, the good um, news is I still have a voice, so we can record. <laughs> we can record. Is it ill-advised? We'll yes. find out. <laughs> I slept until 8.30 this morning, which, if you are aware of my sleeping habits, is a while. Yeah. For most people, that's probably pretty normal. Uh, for Briar, not so much. I usually wake up at five. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I, to be fair, I did wake up at five, and I texted my mom saying, I'm not walking the dogs today, and I fell back to sleep. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, today we are going to talk about uh, someone who came up last week that we were both like, we should talk about that guy. Um, it's Firestorm, a guy who is actually two guys. Sometimes even more guys. Um, usually, I think, uh, like, on a couple of occasions, one guy. But most of the time, a guy who is two guys. Um, so, I love Firestorm. I'm sorry, just, first of all, I love that Firestorm is just a character that is a scheduling conflict. <laughs> There's so much that you can do with that. That's, yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, so, Firestorm was first created, uh, in 1978, um, created by, uh, Jerry Conway and Al Milgram. Uh, and his full name was, uh, Firestorm the Nuclear Man. Uh, so... His full this was, uh, legal name. Yes, that is, that is his full legal name. Um, so this was, uh, you know, at a time when, uh, nuclear power was, like, somewhat of a, uh, a current concern... Um, and as is so often the case when, uh, there are things happening in the world, uh, comics went, you can make a superhero out of this. So, Firestorm, the original version, was, uh, created when a, uh, an ordinary teen named, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Raymond, um... Not to be confused with friend of the show, Robbie Damon. Not to be confused with friend of the show, Robbie Damon. Even more confusingly, he showed up in, like, the CW, DC, like, Arrowverse shows, played by the actor Robbie Amell. Okay. So, I'm like, I I am so close. If, if I call this man Robbie, um, I can't be blamed for that. But, uh, Ronnie ends up, uh, he's a, a normal teen, 
uh, who tags along with a group of, like, uh, anti-nuclear protesters uh, in order to impress a girl that he likes. Um, Who I'm assuming is also an anti-nuclear protester. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she would be very impressed if she was (laughs) (laughs) pro-nuclear. I'm going to impress this girl. How? I'm going to join a protest. Oh, is she interested in that? No. No, she doesn't care, but she she will be like, wow, this guy's joining protests. This guy's dedicated to something. It's something. I don't really understand what it is, but, uh, okay. Um, so he, uh, he joins this group and they turn out to be, uh, less of an activist group and more of a terrorist group. Um, because, you know, uh, comic book activists need to resort to violent means or else everyone will be like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't we listen to those guys? Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Maybe Poison Ivy was right. Hey, hold on a second. Well, no, but she did all those murders, you guys. <laughs> Look at all the murders she's doing. Um, So, uh... The, uh, the group and, like, specifically their leader, Eddie Earhart, come up with this plan to, uh, stage, basically, uh, blow up a nuclear power facility and make it look like an accident. So everyone will be like, oh my god, it exploded! It's so dangerous, nuclear power, we shouldn't (laughs) use it! Um... So they, uh, they go there, they knock out the, uh, physicist who's, uh, overseeing, uh, the plant, a man named Dr. Martin Stein, Hmm. um, and they lock him in a room planning to kill him in the explosion, uh, and- That's rude. (laughs) Yeah, I know, it is pretty rude. Um- when Ronnie's like, hey, guys, hold on. I didn't sign up for, like, murder? blowing up buildings <laughs> and murder also. They uh, also lock Ronnie in the room with the unconscious Dr. Stein uh, so that he will also be killed in the explosion. Uh, and then One they, of them puts their uh, hand against the glass and says, you have been and always shall be my friend. Yes. <laughs> That's an important part of this. It doesn't, a lot of people ignore that part of the fire uh, firestorm mythos, but which you know, is weird, honestly. It was very emotionally touching. It was, yeah, it was a really uh, special moment. Um, so uh, they successfully blow up the plant, or at least blow up some of the plant, and the resulting nuclear event uh instead of killing uh Ronnie and Dr. Stein um gives them superpowers and fuses them into one being known as Firestorm um so we love nuclear fusion yeah this is what I'm a comic book writer. This is what nuclear fusion is, right? It's when two guys turn into one guy. 
and the guy has um, nuclear powers. Yeah. Which is just like fire, right? <laughs> um fire so nuclear you make bombs out of it and it explodes. So it must just be like fire, right? Now, see the way that a nuclear power plant works is that the uh nuclear isotope lets off heat because it is degrading very it is degrading, you know. And so it <laughs> it heats up water in a tube so then it's very like superheated water under a lot of pressure and this water goes through a tube where then when it re- the pressure is released it turns into steam and spins a turbine and the turbine spins a uh a uh, electromagnet and that creates energy and then that steam turns back into water and gets typically cooled down by like the ocean if that's you know nearby and then you know gets recycled back into the heated up and cooled down and all that fun stuff okay what part of that did, did two guys turn into one guy um probably ooh mm Probably in the turbine okay, when it turns into sense. steam. All that right. that seems like two guys turning into one guy, right? One yeah, guy is the kind steam of the and thing. the other's the turbine and one yeah. <laughs> turns the electromagnet. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then together they're the electromagnet spinning. <laughs> Can you tell that I grew up near a nuclear power plant? <laughs> yes, actually. I absolutely could. Thank you. Um, so, despite the fire theming, um, and the fire imagery, and the fact that later on he will become a fire elemental, he doesn't actually have fire-specific powers. He has, like, molecular powers where he can alchemize, like, atoms into different atoms, um... To be fair, that is very hard to make an aesthetic for. It is It is hard to really design in an exciting way. Um, and I'm sure he does use it to make fire and make explosions at some point. And also, you don't want to get confused with the Atom. That, yeah, that's Who has true. a completely different power set. Completely, totally unrelated. But uh, there's also... <sighs> So, trying to read about this, there's a lot of mention of the Firestorm Matrix, which, like, seems like seems to be a sort of energy source, kind of like the Speed Force, but I couldn't find it sufficiently explained in a way that made sense to me. I think it's, like, when the two guys turn into one guy, the sort of fusion between them forms the firestorm matrix like firestorm is the guy and the firestorm matrix is the energy making these two guys be one guy um but like a lot of comic book things it's not well you know maybe it's super well explained in the text somewhere and I just had to deal with people's secondhand explanations of what the Firestorm Matrix is. Um, so, uh... I am just very confused why comics hasn't tried to make this a romantic sexual heterosexual thing yet. 
Oh, they have. It seems so up their alley, but they're like, what if it's like a guy and his professor? That's and not honestly, even in a sexy way. No, not like nothing sexy about it. This is the funniest <laughs> thing about Firestorm, like original Firestorm to me is that I feel like in comics, even in like non-comics media, like, but like this kind of, you know, action adventure stuff. If you have a, like, body, whoa, a body sharing situation, it's, like, either a romantosexual thing or it's, like, you know, a Yu-Gi-Oh type thing where you have, like, one kind of, like, normal person sharing a body with some kind of, like, ghost or god or, like, extra human being, um... Or, like, something where it's, like, they're, like, siblings, or they're, like, you know, two, like, kind of equals, but they have, like, very different, you know, abilities. Um, I just had or a Or even, like, yeah. Enemies to friends to lovers. Enemies to friends to lovers, Firestorm AU. Um, but with different, not... Not these two. Not these, <laughs> not these two. two. They just have a such a platonic dynamic. I'm so sorry yes. to them, but it is the height of platonic. <laughs> yes. Um. It's like it's so. Like it's not even like a teen, and then like some, you know, like super like strong dude whose like powers he has to like tap into. It's a normal teen. And then a physics professor. <laughs> the physics it's professor so, is like, like Ronnie. <laughs> it's oh, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's back to the future. It you know what? That's exactly it. It's back folks. Hey, folks, it's back to the future, baby. Um I'm calling up uh calling up all my friends. At Universal Studios being like, I got a great pitch for a Back to the Future reboot. Firestorm. <laughs> Where, yeah, it's Firestorm. They share a body. And they go on adventures. Um, we actually, we have to, we have to wait a very long time, though. Because I, I think, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. My dream for a Back to the Future reboot is for it to happen in, like, probably, like, 50 or 60 years so Harry Styles can play Doc Brown. <laughs> old, old, old Harry Styles. That's my pitch. Um, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Thank you. Uh, so, Well, with technology, we might not have to wait that long. We could have a young Harry Styles aged up digitally. Yeah, I guess, but it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> he has to get there organically. Yeah, he has to. Uh, anyways, so, because, um, the explanation given is that because, um, Dr. Stein was unconscious when the, like, explosion went off and they initially fused, when they become Firestorm, um, Ronnie is basically, like, in control of the body and like Dr. Stein is just kind of like in his head, like, you know, giving him advice or like, you know, pointing things out to him and like stuff like that. 
Um, and also, at least for, like, their early adventures, he, uh, Dr. Stein doesn't remember what happened, uh, when they were Firestorm, but, uh, Ronnie does. So it's like, <laughs> Dr. Stein just like, <laughs> oh, my favorite student, Ronnie. Ah. Oh, no. How did I end up um, yeah. at home? I was at school. I was wor- I was grading papers. What? What? I, every time I black out, there's something else firestorm on the news. I wonder if these are related. Uh, yeah, every time I black out, I see my favorite student, Ronnie, and then later I see firestorm on the news. Weird. Um, What's Ronnie doing to me? I'm very concerned. I'm very worried about this. Uh, so he... Yeah, so he just spends like a uh the first few issues like losing chunks of time and like deeply confused and upset about it before uh Ronnie eventually like actually tells him he's like, "Hi. So sometimes we turn into one guy." <laughs> um I feel like he should have said that earlier. That's very concern. Like if I were old and I started losing chunks of time, I would be seeing so many doctors. Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm so bad at making appointments. I'd be all like, well, this is it for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's finally happening. My decline. Guess I'll die, not JPEG. Um, so that's the, the initial kind of firestorm story. The first, uh, series was, like, pretty short-lived um there were only six issues of it um i can't imagine why comics readers weren't ready for teen who fuses with an old physics professor to become one guy with not very clear nuclear powers the Um, comics readers were like this isn't even horny this is not horny at all. I thought he would fuse with a hot lady. What about the girl um, that he was trying to impress? <laughs> um, so that is in, like, the late 70s. Um, he ends up, uh, because, uh, Jerry Conway is, uh, writing Justice League, um, after that, like, in the early 80s, he ends up uh, introducing Firestorm into the Justice League, where he gets, like, a little bit of, like, uh, a wider audience. So he, uh, um, they end up doing, like, a, like, a backup Firestorm story in The Flash, uh, and then eventually uh, reviving a Firestorm solo series, which, uh, ended up running much longer than the original. It went from, like, the early 80s until, like, 1990. So, uh, in the new solo series, um, it's initially written by Jerry Conway, and then, uh, uh, John Ostrander, I think, takes over, um, and, uh, they add in, uh, they focus kind of on the theme of, like, you know, nuclear weapons and the nuclear arms race, um, 
they also, they introduce a, uh, character called Firehawk, um, who's a, uh, woman named, uh, Lorraine, what's her name? Yes, Lorraine something. Um, Lorraine Riley, uh, who is, uh, like, Ronnie's age, who's introduced as, like, a, uh, love interest for him, um, where she also has, uh, she gets, like, uh, a physics professor <laughs> to fuse with. She, she also, yeah, she has a, she is a, a, an old female physics professor. No, she gets, like, powers because it's, like, she is the daughter of a senator, I think, and she gets kidnapped, and then, uh, like, this, like, guy tries to use her to, uh, recreate the, like, explosion that created Firestorm, um, and it sort of works, because it does give her, um, nuclear powers, and then she, again, chooses a fire theme, despite them not being fire powers. Um, they, um, also, weirdly, something I didn't know is that, uh, Felicity Smoke, um... Of Arrow CW fame? Of Arrow CW fame is actually, uh, initially introduced as a Firestorm character, um, who, like, is a love interest for Ronnie's dad, and she ends up becoming his stepmom. Um... Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know, I, I, I wasn't even familiar with her before Arrowverse, and I kind of thought that maybe they made her up for the show, and then they introduced her to comics after, um, so I have no (laughs) idea if, like, after this she, like, migrated to, like, Green Arrow stuff, or if they just, like, it's a different Felicity Smoke, she has the same name, don't worry about it. Yeah, um... Anyways, that's very funny. Um, when, uh, John Ostrander takes over, he, um, introduces this storyline where, uh, like, uh, Dr. Stein figures out that he's, uh, dying. Um, and he's like, okay, Rami, before I die, I think we should use our powers to, uh, force all of the countries of the world to, uh, get rid of their nuclear weapons. I mean, hell of a bucket list. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, which, so, this ultimately leads to them fighting a, um, a Russian superhero with nuclear powers, um, named, uh, Mikhail... Arkadin, um, who, during their fight, um, like, because, like, with their, like, nuclear powers, like, uh, colliding with each other, they basically cause another nuclear event that creates a new firestorm that's, like, all three of them. Uh. Good. Good for them. Incredible. Um. So the three of them work together as Firestorm for a little bit. And, uh, in 1989, as we, like, mentioned with Red Tornado, 
they reveal that Firestorm is a fire elemental, like how Swamp Thing is an earth elemental and Red Tornado is a wind elemental, or air elemental, or whatever. Um, Despite the fact that, again, he doesn't have fire powers. <laughs> um, it, like, it's... it's I, I don't know why they decided to go this route, because it's not like he, like, disappeared for a while and then some new writer was like, Oh, Firestorm, let's put him with the, like, you know, the element guys. It's like, it's a writer who had been writing Firestorm for many years and obviously, like, had focused on the kind of nuclear aspects. <laughs> um, so I don't know why they went with this, especially because I think, I like, there are superheroes who do have fire powers <laughs> if you wanted to have a fire elemental. Um, but that's that's what that's 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 what they go with. Um, and he sometimes is, you know he you just have to take a a, a middle tier superhero and give him a little spice. Give just really just spice him up. And I mean he is he's he's friends with Red Tornado, so there's that connection. Um, but yeah, so they go with this. They take. Like they did with uh, Swamp Thing and Red Tornado, they take like kind of a uh, environmentally focused direction, and they like introduce some kind of like more, like sort of like with Swamp Thing, some more kind of like uh, mystical elements, like with like elemental like deities and like primeval stuff and that kind of thing. Um, at some point, they, uh, uh, Professor Stein is not, like, part of the Firestorm being anymore. He's his own guy, and Firestorm consists of Ronnie, um, uh, Mikhail Arkadin, and a, uh, a, a new guy who's a clone a Russian clone of the original Firestorm, but has his own, like, identity. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, so in, uh, that runs until, uh, 1990. Um, I think, uh, at, like, the end of the comic, um, they end up basically, like, swapping places so uh stein becomes like firestorm by himself um and he like kind of like sacrifices himself um and ends up basically just like sent to the far reaches of space and uh ronnie goes back to his like normal life Ronnie goes back to college, gets into- He goes back to college. Becomes a physics teacher. I don't know if that's true, but it would be cinematic. It- It, it would be. I- I don't- I also don't know if that's true, but I think they should. Um, Ronnie's like, I know a lot about the elements. Boy, oh boy. I've- I've learned- I didn't know a lot when I started out, but I sure have learned a lot. Um, Ronnie gets- killed uh during identity crisis 
Damn, um, so much for trying to get tenure. I know. <laughs> um, and uh, the Firestorm Matrix, the Firestorm powers, um, get uh transferred to a different teen uh named Jason Rush, um, who is uh comes from like kind of a uh like a rough background he has an abusive dad he's like you know doing kind of like petty crime to try uh and make ends meet and he uh gains these firestorm powers very abruptly um and he doesn't have um stein isn't there for him to fuse with at first he like (laughs) I think tries to do it by himself a little bit. It doesn't work out. Firehawk comes back at some point and he teams up with her. Um, he has a, this, I think this is a little bit later though. He has a, uh, love interest who's a girl with, uh, teleportation powers named Gehenna. Um, who is, she's like a, a clone of a bad guy or something. Um, but he, like, fuses with her to form Firestorm a couple of times. And he also, uh, fuses with his, uh, best friend, uh, Mick Wong. But it goes, uh, out of control and Mick ends up dying. That's um, fucked up. <laughs> it is fucked up. It's very sad. Uh. I need to read Firestorm <laughs> comics. <laughs> I want to see this team be sad. <laughs> um, so he's struggling with that. A uh, couple years later, during Infinite Crisis, um, Martin Stein comes back from space. He still has Firestorm powers, but also Jason also has the Firestorm powers. Um, he comes back from space. He, uh, because he, like, sensed something was going on with the Firestorm Matrix, um, and he gets back from space to find out that his, uh, former student and partner and, uh, Firestorm buddy, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Raymond is dead. Very sad. Um, like, and now there's... Wouldn't he have felt, if he felt something weird with the firestorm matrix couldn't he have felt ronnie die and it transferred to another per like i don't (sighs) he just feels this now he he feels i don't know i don't know if maybe he felt it when it happened and it just took him a while to get back from space but he didn't know what exactly it was he was just like something happened or (laughs) he just comes back and like i felt something weird did anything happen um a few years ago with Firestorm, <laughs> anything. Oh, Ronnie died. Oh, fuck. No, this guy's no. Firestorm now. All right, well, I guess I'm putting back on my physics professor hat. Let's go. Let's go. Um. So, yeah, he he comes back, sees that this uh, new teen is really struggling with his uh, Firestorm powers. Um, and... Uh, Jason asks him to, uh, 
basically become his like firestorm partner because he's like you've been doing this for a long time i you know don't really know what i'm doing i think i could use your help um and uh stein ultimately agrees and the two of them uh become the new firestorm um and then, you know, there's some, like, various things where it's, like, oh, Stein gets kidnapped, and then he has to fuse with, like, Firehawk instead. Um, but, but that's kind of, that's the main thing. Um, in, uh, that's one year later, um, Firestorm ends up playing a pretty big role in Blackest Night. Um, because uh Ronnie gets brought back through a black lantern ring along with like all of the other superheroes who are getting brought back from the dead um except for but Don they're Hall evil. <laughs> specifically except for Don Hall who is at peace and cannot be brought back <laughs> um but uh he gets brought back as with most of the other black lanterns he is evil um and he uh basically like fuses with Jason through his like his own like evil dark firestorm matrix that he has and uh basically kills Jason's girlfriend in front of him while like co-piloting Jason's body um ah oh, fuck ah oh, fuck yeah um so that sucks. Um they end up they're able to restore Ronnie to life normally as himself. Um and he claims not to remember anything that happened, but it turns out he does and he feels really upset about it. I don't remember anything because if I did I would have to make amends and this is easier to run away. Oh god, yeah. what do I do? I hijacked a man's body and killed his girlfriend. Oh no, oh no. How do I bring this up in therapy? <laughs> um so he tries to apologize to Jason for this. Um Jason is you know, probably understandably still upset, uh, even though it's not Ronnie's fault. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it feels bad. Um, it's like, Ronnie, so I don't he, know you, and also you did eat, well, you were evil, hijack my body and kill my girlfriend with it. So I would just, I, I need time to process this. Yeah. Please come back later. Maybe in a few years. God. So they um they end up getting into a fight. They accidentally fuse into Firestorm during the fight. They cause like a big explosion um in uh Professor Stein's lab where they're like meeting up. Um they injure Stein. He's okay. He goes to the hospital, but he's like okay. Uh, but he's like, okay, no more Firestorm for now. We, You guys are very upset with each other and we need to sort this out. Um, and they end up, like, they find out that there's, like, Black Lantern energy, like, trapped within the Firestorm Matrix. 
that ends up manifesting as a totally new separate entity with its like own like will that's like not Ronnie or Jason or anybody. It's just its own like manifested being um called Deathstorm uh who um tries to like use Jason and Ronnie to um start a heavy metal band. Start a heavy metal band. Um no, he like he brings back a bunch of the other black lanterns and they like try to I think like destroy the like white lantern battery um and also it's like Deathstorm wants to like trigger the Firestorm matrix to like start a second big bang and destroy the entire universe and uh they end up they they're able to contact the uh the Justice League for help and uh defeat the the evil firestorm and then also there's like a uh there's like an evil swamp thing at some point um i didn't read a lot of blackest night so this this was some of this was news to me um also i think professor stein maybe dies but it doesn't matter because immediately after this everything gets rebooted and in new 52 um Firestorm is Ronnie and Jason with like Stein being sort of like a mentor to both of them and they're uh classmates and Ronnie's kind of a jock and uh Jason's kind of a nerd um and you know they have conflicting personalities and then they get fused into Firestorm and they have to work together which like I mean, is great content, um, but is also kind of more what you would expect from, like, a body-sharing comic book superhero than, again, a teen and a physics professor. <laughs> um, but, uh, that's what they are doing in, uh, New 52. I think they are... They join the Justice League, um, for a little bit, uh, and then in Rebirth, they're in Doomsday Clock, but I'm not sure what, if anything, Firestorm has been doing outside of that. Um, Doomsday Clock, Forever Evil, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's pre-Rebirth, um, Okay, yeah, I, I didn't see anything about Firestorm in, like, kind of the main Rebirth universe. So, unclear which guy, which guys are currently this one guy, um, how many guys the guy is composed of, um, what the situation is there, um, who, who is to say, um, Damn, you know that a comic lacks the horny factor when there's only 13 works in the tag on AO3. Damn. <laughs> Brutal. And most of them are crossovers or for something else. And Firestorm <laughs> is just mentioned. Oh, poor Firestorm. Actually, wait, what are... Nine of them are general audience, 
three of them are teen and up, one of them is mature. There's nothing explicit here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we might have found the least horny comic. <laughs> Somehow we've managed it, despite the setup. Despite the body sharing, we have found the least horny comic. Damn. Oh my God. Well, congratulations <laughs> to Firestorm, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's 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 all that I had to say. Um, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, I didn't read any comics, but I did finally watch uh, Infinity Train because yes, I was yes, sick, and I'm yes. just like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Somebody tell like I will. Somebody help me with a quick, you know, drop down chart of things to do. And thank you to my friend Casey who was on Discord and I was and picked watch a cartoon and specifically Infinity Train. It's good. I want more it's, of it. I'm sad it was canceled. It's so tragic to me. Every day of my life, I'm haunted. It's good. Everybody should watch Infinity Train. <laughs> However you can. In whatever it it has been endorsed by the creator of the show that you should watch Infinity Train <laughs> in whatever way you can choose to find it. Watch Infinity Train and then guess Olivia's and my favorite characters. Yeah, you'll never do it. It's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> you'll never guess who our favorite characters are. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, did you read any comics? Um, I did read comics. I read, um, I read, so I had X of Swords out from the library and I was not super stressed about getting it back because they, I put in a request for the library to order it and then they basically did it as soon as I put in the request. So I was like, oh, since they're, I'm the, like, they're buying this because I requested it. Like, obviously there hasn't been, like, a huge demand or they would have bought it earlier. So, clearly not a lot of people, like, are looking for X of Swords. So, I can have, like, all the time I need to read this because it's hefty. Um, and then <laughs> last week, um, I happened to look at my, like, list of things that I had out from the library, and it was, like, five people have placed holds on this, and I was, like, oh, no, and I was <laughs> going away for the weekend, so I was, like, on, like, and I would be gone for the due date, so I was, like, oh, no, so I had to power through, like, 75% of X of Swords on, like, Wednesday and Thursday, um, and it is very good, <laughs> um, I'm glad I read it. Obviously, I was uh, mostly reading it for Doug content, as I have mentioned. Um, not enough Warlock content, for sure. That's my hot take. But the Doug content was very good. Um, and there are also many other, like, good things in it. Um, Ileana is really, really great. Uh, Storm gets some, like, really, really cool moments. Um... Also found myself, um, like, very fond of... So, C Cable's a teen now. <laughs> um, I don't know how it happened. I have to... I feel like I 
like heard about how it happened at one point and then I forgot, so I need to relook into it. Um, but Cable's a teen now, and uh, like Scott and Jean are like parenting him, um, and it's kind of very sweet. So I was, as it turns out, kind of very attached to Teen Cable. Um, but uh, yeah, that that was that was all the comics I read because I really had to kind of hunker down and get through that. Uh, but yeah. Um, also She-Hulk came out. I have not watched it yet, but I have spoken to people who really, really liked it. Um, so there's that. And then I feel like, I feel like there was some other announcement that I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. So I'll probably figure it out later. Um, anyways, I think that's all for us. Uh, so thank you for joining us today on this episode of Capes and Japes. Uh, if you want to keep up with us and see when we post new content, you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, although Twitter is where we will post the most. Um, we have a Discord server if you want to hang out with us on there. You can talk about comics and non-comics. Like, we're both around pretty much all the time so you should come and say hi um if you uh want to support us on patreon that's really cool um you can get bonus episodes you can watch stuff with us you can help us pick what we talk about um if you can't do that or you don't feel like doing that but you still want to show your support uh, we would love it if you left a rating and a review of the show where you listen to it. Um, if you told a friend about it, if you think they would want to listen. And we love that you just keep coming back and joining us, as you have done once again. So thank you for being with us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, this is categorically the most unsexy body sharing comic book (laughs) (laughs) we found it that was actually that was actually the point of this podcast this will be our final episode now we can rest (laughs) now our long quest has been ended thank you good night